0: Later, Hangout. My name's Chad. And I'm David. That's right. Yes. We're together in a video for the first time in a long time. Yes. Now, this video is a little bit different. This is a podcast. Yes. This is our first podcast. So welcome to the podcast. This is the first
1: podcast we're That's recording. Right. This ready? is
0: the first podcast we're going to record. So we started the channel out a long time ago, about six years ago, yes. doing kind of face-to-face on Google Hangouts. Mm-hmm um, sort of these kinds of videos, yeah. you know, they were never really podcasts. The audio was terrible.
1: The video was terrible. <laughs> and so we, but we, we, if we you, have, if you want to check them out and how yeah, terrible they were, uh, just, go to our early videos. Right, Cause yeah, we never deleted them yeah, as a smart. way to kind of remember where we came from. Right.
0: Remember so. where we came from and then also get some topics we might just talk about later on. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, so what I want to, um, practice. What I want to do today is I want to talk about how to become a worship leader. Yeah. So this might be for uh, the younger guy that's, you know, in high school thinking about, all right, what are, what, are, what are some of the steps that I need to do to become a worship leader? Mm-hmm. Um, and then this also might be for, you know, it could be for somebody in their 30s. Like, well, is it too late for me? Yeah. Well, not necessarily. Yeah. Well, so we're going to kind of just have a conversation, just kick back. But this video is brought to you by, before we get started, the Bahamas. <laughs> no, not really. Well, we are in the Bahamas. We're hanging yeah. out in the Bahamas. Um, David said, you know, I'm going there for a week in May. And I was like, you know what? We need to shoot some videos together. Yeah. You know, we've been doing a lot. Davin does most of the keyboard tutorials and other stuff, and I do everything else on the channel with some other other friends as well and Mm -hmm. um so we just wanted to come together and and shoot some video and so we're doing we're doing several different things Um, yeah and some of that stuff will be on our channel uh coming soon we are hoping hoping to go behind the scenes at a church and talk about um that church and some other stuff i don't want to give too much away Mm -hmm. right now but we'll link all that below once everything starts to come out so anyway there's gonna be some good stuff that happens while we're down here for the weekend but uh so that's where we are we're just hanging out in his in-law's uh mother's house
1: yeah yeah and this is my
0: wife's grandmother's house. right oh yeah yeah, yeah. so this is and your grandma's so, house yeah she was very
1: kind enough to say hey you can sit absolutely up, chill out on the back porch and we are in we, the playroom yeah but this playroom. is a, i was gonna say a bad word this is a nice playroom it wasn't a bad word but you know <laughs> Inappropriate for That's worship right. leaders. That's right. Yeah.
0: Well, um, but yeah, this is a, uh, this is like, you know, game consoles are in here, some computers and stuff like that. Yeah. So we're just hanging out in here instead of outside because the birds are crazy. Yeah. And we have a Q&A that we did outside that was just, anyway. Um, but this is going to be a good podcast about how to become a worship leader. And uh, I want to get started with this just simply saying that this, everything that we're talking about is post-calling. Mm-hmm. So, so like you have or you know when i decided i wanted to become a worship leader i knew already that i was called yes so i knew from a young age i was 10 years old i was baptized the second time when i was 10 years old Mm -hmm. and the first one didn't take it didn't it didn't work yeah so when when i was uh 10 years old i came out of that water i went back into the room to change and i told my dad i want to be a pastor um, not too long after that, I realized it's gonna be in music. Really, I didn't know this. And yeah, and so he said, "All right, well, we'll do what we need to do to help you with that." Yeah. And he he just he felt you know that I was serious and I, I this was what I was gonna do, and uh, so they allowed me to do things with music. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, I did the stuff with the recorder in fifth grade and worked my way up, and so. I knew I was called, and I'm hoping that a lot of you that are watching this, you know, when you're deciding that you want to do this, is it's not, well, I want to do this because it seems maybe a little easier than what I'm doing now Mm -hmm. or whatever. I want to do this because
1: I know I'm called. Yeah. So. So let's go ahead and get to the first uh, question. Is okay. Why do you want to become a worship leader? Okay. And uh, that's a very important question because I think you need to know your reason, and then that'll affect, you know, uh, your response. Um, it'll also help you to know whether your intentions are good or bad, you know? Um, So what was your reason? My reason, uh, you know, something, uh, my, my reason was I, I went to, (sighs) quite complicated i never really wanted to be a worship leader so for you 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 knew this when you were 10 i didn't i didn't want to be a worship leader and when i was 21 uh was it 21 or around 20 21 um i felt the call to ministry and i was willing to do whatever I could to serve the Lord. Now, I had been playing, uh, doing piano and keyboard and drums and bass in church uh, as a job since I was 14. However, I didn't see that as ministry. It was a job. I showed up, I learned the music, and then I was out. But I had a transformational experience with with the Holy Spirit when I was 21. And um, God really transformed my life and I wanted to give my life back to him to serve him. Um only him. and so I felt this call to ministry and I was willing to do whatever it was. and so the gift I had was music. and so that's how I got myself into the door serving. and so I actually took on a worship youth pastor job because I was willing to do whatever it was. Mm-hmm. It, I wasn't thinking just music, I was thinking whatever Lord yeah. you present me is what I'm gonna do. And yeah. so that's how I got into it. Um, and and so you're you're why why do you want to be a worship leader is is
0: because you wanted to be in ministry yeah as well i wanted, well. I wanted like to serve
1: god i want to serve and so, that was the
0: talent i had right you know my why was a little more especially when i was 10 years old was a little more um i guess just i don't know if the right word was myopic it was just very one channel mm-hmm. i'm watching what they're doing on stage yeah and i, I like that i like the idea of that mm-hmm. and so i was like i like that but i also felt like god was also stirring in me, I want you to be a pastor of some sort, mm-hmm. and I didn't know at the at the time until he very clearly said it's going to be a music.
1: Yeah, I think it's important for people to examine their why, because so it's good to have to look up to people and say I like that job. Mm-hmm. We like a job because it has like cool factors I mean, I about like the it. Chef job. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, for real,
0: like I love the idea of being a chef. Really, and for Josh Howard, I'm a dang chef. That's between me and him. <laughs> no, <okay>. but uh, <laughs> sorry, but yeah, uh, you got to show this. But but yeah, you're right. You you have to know your why. Like yeah. I don't have a why. Why don't I want, I want? I just
1: want to cook at home. You know. Yeah, yeah. But people, like, I think you need you to know your why because. You may have you may see something and think, "Oh, that's what being a worship leader is about. It's about standing in front of people playing your instrument, right and, and that's what
0: you people initially see,
1: yeah, and it looks glorious mm-hmm. you know, and they can take that and they may say, "I like that. I could do that. That could be me." Mm-hmm. I could share my talent with these people, and they enjoy it, and yeah. But. That that, <laughs> that is not wrong within itself, but it's, it is dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sure. is extremely dangerous. And if that's why you're becoming a worship leader, it has nothing to do with God, but rather self-glorification. And right now, you're supposed to be glorifying God, and so you're going to place yourself and do things that you don't realize may be glorifying you. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, especially
0: think, when you're saying, you know, I could get in
1: front of people and do, and like that feels good. Mm-hmm. Um, but and worship leaders, even if they have good intentions, struggle with this. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Um, I heard a guy from. Um, uh, oh my gosh, I want to remember the name of the boy group. Uh, Backstreet Boys. Not Backstreet Instinct. Boys. They're a Christian group. Oh, <laughs> <sorry>. uh, <laughs> you said boy uh, group. I thought of Backstreet oh, Boys man. first. I wanted that one. Oh my gosh, I cannot remember the name. Anyway, he said, he was at some uh, big um, Christian concert and he said, Guys, I must admit to you. Newsboys? Non newsboys. They're not, I don't wanna say as cheesy, but they're, I, I, I like them. Um, they write really good music. I can't remember their names, those five guys. Um, oh I man. Don't know. Anyway, Put he said, This much, uh, this much um, people praising us is dangerous for us. Yeah. And we forget. That it's not about us, but about him, yeah. and so it's easy. It can be easy for no. Nah, of course, I'm not to that level as far as like the
0: the people that see me. Yeah. But but even the 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 small amount of people that say, "Man, you did such a great job," you know that can kind of go to your head. So you really got to focus in on the why. Yes. Why do you, you really got to gotta be a focus lead? in on the why? And uh, I want to be a worship leader um, because I want to see people experience God through music because I love music. Mm-hmm. I love. The, the, the atmosphere that we have in a corporate worship setting and, it, and I'm not talking about a modern or contemporary or traditional. I'm just talking about in general like I just I love it yeah no matter where I am uh, what instruments are being used I love when people come together and worship and praise God with music with their voice it just it just lights me on fire it yeah, excites yeah. me it's awesome it's just cool to see us be able to do something like that together as a yeah. body. To, to one ultimate supreme being, and that is our, yeah. our God, our Lord and Savior. Yeah. I just I love that. I mean, exactly. that may seem like a churchy answer, but it's just true. Yeah, That's yeah. why I want That's to be cool. a worship leader.
1: You know, I didn't even understand why I wanted to be a worship leader. I just knew I wanted to serve God, and I knew that that was a way I could do it. I didn't develop right. my why until later, and maybe that may be what happens. Uh, my why, after I understood what worship was, which was reflecting on God and then responding to Him, was... I want people to understand who God is. Um, I also felt like music was a way of taking what you know in your head mm-hmm. and then transferring it to your heart and then expressing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's one thing to say, oh, God is powerful. It's another thing to see, to sing, God is powerful. Yeah. You know, and so. So with that, how do we get started? How do we get started? How did you get started? So,
0: so I got started, uh, I got started in high school, let me put my cup down, I got started in high school, Um, now middle school, I I knew of course I was working toward this, right? Mm -hmm. So I was playing saxophone in, in, in church as well as in school, concert band and all that. And so I was on stage, you know. I got to be a part of the team, played saxophone in the, our little orchestra pit, and um, but as far as actual leading worship, you know, what we would consider uh, to be the worship leader, I got started in high school, picked up the guitar, in ninth grade, um, played it as much and as often as I possibly could just to learn. Took it to school, got to um, play when I didn't have anything to do in class or you know drafting class. I got to pop that guitar out of the case and play and um, so it was a lot of fun to to be able to kind of start that way and and, uh so we we had a thing called first priority which was kind of like your fca or your basically your your church service on a friday or Mm -hmm. whatever morning at, at your high school and so i got started doing that so i was playing i played saxophone in that a little bit and then i would play guitar just with the other person leading and then that person kind of, um, kind of took me under his wing a little bit, mainly just for that first priority thing, and allowed me to sing a song with him, allowed me to you know start singing some songs by myself, play guitar. So he kind of uh, guided me through that, and I guess what church he went to. The United Methodist. Oh, really? Down the road from the Church oh, right. of God that I grew up at. That's pretty cool. And um, so I didn't, I didn't know if you ever knew that, by no, the way. So yeah, and he was an awesome guy, and they they were doing more of a contemporary set for their uh, for their students, and mm-hmm. and so that's where a lot of this was coming from, and that's how he got that opportunity. <coughs> so I was taking the opportunity, and just kind of running with it. I saw, I saw the opportunity to lead, to play guitar, and, and he gave me uh, uh, chord charts, and I would sit and learn those chord charts, learn that music as best as I possibly could, learn the, the vocal parts as best as I could, um, and, and then it, it, that kind of grew into me starting to do some things at my church. Um, not just high school and Friday mornings, but uh, leading worship for the kids every now and then on Sunday morning. Okay. Uh, to then being a part of the youth band, leading worship a little bit for the youth at that church. And then what really kind of got me started on a, a, a much, in my opinion, much larger level was um, I started playing bass around the same time as guitar and I just kind of picked it up here and there, played it in marching band and this and that. So I had some chops on bass and that's what I would consider now to be my my main instrument Mm -hmm. and uh, for the most part. And anyway, so then I started playing bass for a church um, called uh, First Baptist Douglasville in Mm -hmm. Douglasville, Georgia. And they gave me that opportunity because uh, the other church that I was at that it was just there were some things that were just kind of falling apart when it came to the youth and the youth worship yeah and nothing bad on uh who was leading the youth at the time that we had some transition at that time <coughs> and it just it wouldn't it wasn't going to be the opportunity that I, want. I wanted to be a part of a, a band mm-hmm. that played a lot and I, this guy happened to be well I, I was in a rock band with them called stigwood and it was like a hard, like a, like a kind of a heavy hard rock band. Oh, man. Had a little bit of screaming in the, in the music. So, yeah. Christian band. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, Christian. Yeah. I mean, we were Christians. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Playing hard rock music that we wrote and stuff. So, anyway. Yeah. Um, and then we also were the worship team for our youth. Oh, And wow. we kind of developed into we were doing Sunday morning. And then we started doing Sunday morning and Sunday night for the youth. The youth ran at that time. Roughly, I could be wrong on some numbers, but about three hundred strong mm-hmm. on Sunday morning and. and it was a sizable youth group. Yeah. yeah, it was it was good, yeah. and uh, and we had a blast, man. And and Kyle gave me the opportunity to lead every now and then on guitar, and he just encouraged me to just go for it vocally yeah. and everything, and um, I couldn't even sing a song at that time in the key of E. Without mm-hmm. dropping it down to E flat and I would detune to e flat <laughs> and so because my range hasn 't yeah, hadn't yeah, developed yeah, yet, yeah. and it's, uh, you know I say that now, but my voice is basically gone we're doing doing a lot of talking this week, yeah. getting ready for this trip but anyway um, so so that 's kind of how I got my start mm-hmm. and what I want to drive home with all of that is you have to you have to go after and seize the opportunity that's given to you that you feel like is gonna be the best opportunity to get you where you want to be. Yeah. And so when I saw, yeah, I I mean, it was so um, natural. You know, we were talking about the spiritual and the natural. It was very natural for me to look at the stage and, and just, it's a bigger stage, it's a bigger opportunity for me. I can play bass, I can lead every now and then when I'm given the opportunity. I'm, that's what I'm going to do rather than play for 15, maybe less students. I'm going to, I want to be in front of a lot of people and expose myself. And so, like I said, a little bit of that was like kind of that natural self, that flesh going, I want to just be in front of it. But, but then again, the spiritual side of that was, I knew the spiritual leaders of the, the youth and as, and of the band as well were, were where I wanted to be yeah. spiritually as well. Yeah. And so I was like, I, that's just what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And then that led me to eventually um, going to Lee and that just, that some things piled on there. I, I, that We could spend a whole hour talking about that whole experience, but yeah. um, just from my experience in uh, Evangelistic Singers and Lee leading the band at, at one time uh, as the MD and, and doing all that we did there. It just just grew and grew and grew. And then finally I realized, I don't want to be a worship leader. I like traveling. And then I finally realized traveling's just not what I'm cut out to do yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. And so UBS. I was called to be a local church worship leader, and that's mm-hmm. exactly what I'm doing now. And So anyway, there's so many other, other opportunities I was given, but the main thing is I seized it. Yeah, And I felt like you did too when you said, look, there's an opportunity to go teach students and lead worship. I'm going to yeah. take that opportunity, yeah. and and I feel like if you're watching and you're thinking, well, I don't have an opportunity like that, like yours. Your opportunity is going to be different. Your opportunity is not going to be what ours is. God's mm-hmm. gonna, God has a track and a plan uh, for you. Mm-hmm. Um, he 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 promises to give us a future and a hope uh, in His Word, and and I feel like He He has a plan for you. And I know He has a plan for you, and He had a plan for me. And so He's going to take you along a different path, His path, Mm -hmm. as long as you stay in His will. Um, You know, you might decide to do something crazy, but hopefully you can get... You might have decided to do something crazy, but, you know, get back to Him. Seek Him, His Word, and prayer. And uh, and He's going to show you exactly where to go, and He's going to give you those opportunities. You just got to seize it. Now, some of you may be in an opportunity right now, Mm -hmm. thinking, this isn't going nowhere. You might be leading worship for a youth team, for a youth group yeah. that has 40 people. And you're thinking, oh, like there's so many other guys my age or gals my age that are leading in youth teams uh, or leading uh, even in front of the whole church, churches of thousands. Yeah. And they might be your friends or whatever. just people you see on Instagram. And you're thinking, why
1: am I not given that opportunity right now? Yeah. Let me tell you something. My pastor now, he's interim in our church. He says God doesn't care about numbers. No he doesn't really care and it's interesting that you say you know you think you need that right to be a a worship leader and yet you know I I remember I got a lot of my skills in churches that didn't have more than 100 people yeah so uh, the youth groups I did too were 10, 15, 20 people yeah on a good day you know know, at first Yeah. yeah. and so um I didn't even... The first time I was at a large church was not until I went to college and I started playing for a church that had about twelve, eleven hundred 1,100 uh, members. And that was the largest church I've been at since. Yeah. But before that, it was churches with less than, you know, 100 people. Yeah. And God can still <clears> use that. And God can still use you even in some of your pridefulness. Um, about yeah yeah i agree with you know Mm -hmm. like like you said you know you were looking at it and you're like yeah i like that stage that is bigger and this is an opportunity for more people i was in high school and i was you know i wanted to yeah yeah and god uses our immaturity he knows we're going to mature um but something i must say is you still have to be uh wanting to grow in your faith yeah like you know like since I've known you you've been growing in your faith it's not been you you've not you've not been like a I'm I'm a, a what's the what's the term for christianity they call it I'm not a casual christian or a a christian by title it's something you really lived out so it's something that you've been growing in and the holy spirit's been maturing you and I think he's done the same for me and so obviously that's going to reflect in our ministries where yeah there might have been some uh worldly reasons for pursuing this, but the Holy Spirit is still maturing us, and as a result, He's maturing our own ministries, right. you know, and so uh, I just wanted to add that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. So to summarize
0: that part of it is just seize the opportunity that God gives you. Yeah. And, and realize that you may be in an opportunity that He's given you. Yeah. You just got to work harder, and you got to actually... Open your eyes to see that. I, I have a a youth worship leader that is currently serving at our church right now, and 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 he's doing a good job. And I think I think he's kind of in the same place I was in a couple different uh, even. Well, he's kind of in the same place probably mentally, mm-hmm. right? That I was at the church I worked at part time in Florida. Um, just thinking, okay. Ooh, what's always thinking like what's that next step like what when am I going to be able to take the big stage yeah yeah right but what we have to realize is God is using that current opportunity to teach you things that you need for the next opportunity yeah and so we have to we have to just say all right I'm going to buckle down and
1: give this all I got yeah and you need it you know sometimes we're thinking okay well I'm only doing this so that I can get to that but Maybe if you feel as if you're called to something, you honestly should be willing to do it whether you're paid or not. Yeah. Because, It, you it, know, is ministry. it we you've we been called, be paid, you know, we want, yes, of course we want to get paid, yeah, we, especially yeah. if you live in America. It's yeah. just the way things are. However, you know, you should be wanting to do this. You should do it whether you get paid or not. And then you should also be saying to yourself, you know something? I may never get that, mm-hmm. you know, singing in front of or being in front of a thousand people or yeah. or 500 people or 4,000 people or 10,000 people, whatever number. Um, it may just be that it, you may continue to be where you are and you have to be content with that right. and knowing that God is using you where you're at. Well, one thing that never
0: Came up when I was the one thing that you saw that never came up in this conversation, in what led me to that next church was money. Mm-hmm. Everything was completely volunteer, until that first job in uh, in Florida after I, after I was married. Yeah, she, we were down living down in Florida for my wife's grad school, and I went to work at a church part time, very part time, and. And that was the first time I was actually paid to lead worship as far as like a a consistent, on a consistent basis.
1: And you weren't even, I know when you were doing it, you weren't paid enough to live. He had another job.
0: I had two other jobs for a while. And I was teaching lessons on top of that. Yeah. Guitar and bass lessons. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, money is not necessary, especially with worship leading, money is not going to be a deciding factor
1: necessarily. Yeah. Um, Um, I will say that when I moved to California and I got my first job in ministry, uh, my mom had to send me $200 every month just so I can live. Okay. And my grocery bill for Brooke and myself was $30 a week. Wow.
0: Yeah. Thanks. You can spend $30 down here in Bahamas on one meal for one person. <laughs> Easy. For your kid. Amen. The child's meal. The kid's meal. Amen. Yeah, yeah the kid's <laughs> menu, <laughs> The kid's... Oh, yeah. my gosh. So, how do we prepare, David? How do you prepare? Leader? Yeah, so we've, we've so, been called. We know why we want to do it. We, we are seizing the opportunity. But but mm-hmm. also, how do we prepare during all that to be yeah. a
1: worship leader? Um, I... I think god was naturally preparing me so let me tell my own story right yeah like you so you said you didn't you were doing all this for free yeah to be honest i never wanted to be a worship leader um but i was a decent keyboard player from the time i was 14 and so churches were hiring me so i've always i've i've been paid since i was 14 and okay and i um i will say that I was preparing through, like, practicing and listening to music. That's how I was yeah. developing yeah. my musicianship skills. Um, now I don't even play every week at my church, um, not because I don't want to, just because of the way things are and I have to do more directing. Um, wish I could play every week, but uh, I was developing my musicianship skills. And so I would encourage you to make sure that... Let's say you don't have a lot of people that you're dealing with. Yeah. Okay. You're, not, you're, not, okay. you're not dealing with a team yet. You're just preparing. Focus, I would say, focus on your musicianship skills. Yeah. Focus very effectively on your musicianship skills because you... So, listen, I played handbells in high school. Okay. Who plays handbells in high school? Not me. It is the most random thing. However, most high schools in the Bahamas have a handbell ensemble. Okay. Right? I I you I would have thought that that was cool. so I mean, so pointless. However, the church I work at right now has a handbell ensemble, and the only place I ever learned it was in high school in the Bahamas. School. Yeah. So it was just preparation. So I'm just trying to tell you, prepare, get involved in as many things as you're able yeah. to. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I, that's so good because,
0: you know, some I mean, <clears throat> we don't like to really say this. Necessarily in the church, I mean, knowledge is power, though, mm-hmm. and the more knowledge, the more knowledgeable you are with music, um, possibly could lead you to better opportunities because, because uh, other worship leaders, <coughs> other pastors are seeing, you know, if they have the option, I'm gonna, uh, you know, there's this guy, he's super amazing spiritually, but he's just kind of okay on on piano or whatever mm-hmm. his main instrument is. But there's this guy that's also good spiritually, but he's Excellent at piano, maybe Mm -hmm. drums, bass. Like he can actually play. Like who is he gonna choose? Yeah. I mean, unless yeah, unless personality is a factor there, but Mm -hmm. yeah, knowledge is power when it comes to to music, especially. People will listen when you play. When you sit down and play, one of the reasons why you get so many views on your keyboard tutorials is because when we slap that section on the front of you playing first, Mm -hmm. people are like, "Oh snap, this dude can play." Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure what I was about to click on. Yeah. You know. And, and so you play, and they're like, wow, okay, that kind of validates everything you say after that. Yeah. Just because the, the, mu- the music that you were able to deliver, the, the skill level, you're, you're yeah, anyway, it's, it's so good. And, you know, you don't talk to somebody that hasn't built a house yet to build your house. Yeah. You know, hey, I want you to build my house. Have you, what, what, show me some of the work you've done. Oh, I ain't done jack.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh,
1: never mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's interesting that you bring that up because, in the Bible, when they were building the temple, the Bible says they went to somebody who was skilled mm-hmm. in in like constructing uh, in in construction. Right. They didn't go to. They didn't go to the spirit. They didn't go to any prophet. They didn't go to didn't uh, anoint go anoint Moses. Anybody to yeah, they didn't this. anoint anybody for this. They went to the person who was skilled okay. in this, in constructing this to to, to build the temple. And so, and it's the same thing they talk, you know, everybody knows the scripture verse if you're a musician and you play in church, you know, play, play skillfully, skillfully unto the Lord. Yeah. yeah with a shadow tree. But uh, being skilled in this is just as important mm-hmm. as having a spiritual walk with the Lord. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So your preparation can come through those opportunities. Yes. Because when I was at my, the church that I did my internship with was a, uh, a Baptist church and uh, I was church of God or, you know, grew up church of God. So Baptist church, they did a contemporary set some very small contemporary set. And then they had a traditional set. It was kind of do both of those on Sunday morning.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so hymns and also, you know, some new song. And I got to do both and lead both and one Sunday I got up there and I was just like uh let's just sing Jesus loves me it's in the hymn book we're gonna (laughs) sing Jesus loves me and they were all just like okay but man I had that whole church singing every (laughs) verse of Jesus (laughs) love me it was so good so at this church that I went to I had the opportunity to lead both the the traditional time Mm -hmm. of worship and then also the contemporary and What's funny is when I when we went down to Florida for my wife's grad school, I was in a church for eight months, and it was a you know a huge modern church. They had you know maybe a few thousand people that went there. Uh, a couple services we had one sat- service on Saturday night, one service on Sunday morning, and I was looking for I was actively looking for a church for me to be the worship leader at, mm-hmm. uh, looking part and full time, and I found a church where I had to do the exact same thing. Mm. It was the only church that I can find. But if, if I wouldn't have had that experience in my internship, mm-hmm. I would have been in a totally different world wow. at, that, at that church. So I felt like I started realizing something that every opportunity that I took gave me a skill or gave me experience in something that I needed for that next church. Yeah, same. And so that's that's one thing that you you need to look for, and that's how you prepare is is, is you know going right back to seizing those opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also prepare uh, like with uh, learning music yeah. and getting better at your music, and yeah. then you know maybe even in school. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing we ask: Do we need to go to school for worship?
1: Yeah, that's a very good question. Um, what's interesting about this is we have different experiences yeah so yeah i i didn't go to school for and music. i did
0: i went to school yeah. for music with the 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 track of um yeah worship leading i yeah. don't know whatever it was called at <laughs> least it was yeah. a worship leader the church it was, music or something. it was church i think it was called church music at the time
1: yeah 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 no and i didn't go to school for music yeah. um i wanted to and then uh Went in, went in for my audition, and I uh, got scared, so I walked out the music building, <laughs> gotcha. and that was the end of it. Uh, and so, like I said, I never really got planned... You Thomas got you scared? No, nah, nobody got me scared. I, it's a whole long story behind that. Yeah, no, that's fine. But no. Um, the question is, do, do, I, do you need to go to school? No. No, I don't believe you need to go to school. But school is very good at providing a systematic and... Great overview for music knowledge, especially if you go to a Christian school from a Christian perspective. um, School is great. Uh, I I think it's important, Um, especially for like theological knowledge. Mm -hmm. Um, Which which you get at Lee if you decide to go to Lee. Yeah. You do. You do get. You
0: get a minor in religion, so you get theological training.
1: They took away the minor in religion. Okay. You don't
0: get a minor in religion. But they have
1: to take a couple of classes, but they don't get the full minor. Yeah. Okay, By the way, Lee Never University. Enough. If you're listening to this, we would be gladly. Uh, we will. We will <laughs> say you should go to Lee if you sponsor this. Podcast. And
0: every video we make. <laughs> no, nah, that's not sponsor. why we're doing it. We nah, really want to help people. However, we love Lee University. We and, just went there. And we fine. would
1: say, we would say, go there whether they said so. Or oh, not, yeah. Whether I, they paid we'd us love or it. Not. it. Yeah, was it was experience a, of a lifetime. Yeah, I wouldn't take. Yeah. I wouldn't trade it for the world. It yeah. was amazing. It was great. We both met our met our wives there. Meth, meth yeah, wise. we Met did not do math, but we did meet our wives there. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's crazy. And
0: uh, it, yeah, I love Lee. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Ring by I did propose in the spring. Really? Yeah. Well, it may have been summer by then. It uh, doesn't okay. matter. Who cares?
1: Mine was mine was
0: spring. No, summer. it mattered, and I care. But <laughs> nobody else. Everybody else was like, All right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you need school? No. Well, you let don't. me read. Can I read you what I wrote go, down? Go ahead. Because I thought it was. Awesome,
1: yeah. Oh, you wrote it down. That I wrote it, I it mean,
0: down, so you know it means, it means it's means good. Yeah. So I said, um, school, college, or, or any kind of worship school. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be like a four-year college, but um, it gives you a concentrated environment that helps push and challenge you to better your craft musically and uh, philosophically. Yeah, I just like the way I, re- I said that. No, it, it's true. It, It's very. It, you are in a totally different world. Mm-hmm where everybody is doing the same thing yeah and it pushes you and challenges you and it's it's just I, I tell people when you get out of school and you're a worship leader and you get that first church you're banned it's
1: not gonna sound
0: like it what you what they were in college those people oh my gosh and that is a that is something i've been wanting to actually talk about i wonder, we're not gonna get into depth on that right now but you kind of get it's like this post-school depression mm-hmm. it's like yeah. Ain't nobody care. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you know, yeah. But, but you were in an environment oh, where man. everyone cared. Yeah. And, and that's I, what's different. I
1: like how you said concentrated because when we were talking about preparation and learning music, I um primarily self-taught. However, I did have a great high school music teacher and a very good junior high yeah, music too. teacher. I did. Um, but um, they would say I was self-taught, and I, I give them credit. But I think it was a combination of both. Both. I read a lot of books. However, if you're in school, you're learning it from a very systematic perspective. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah. concentrated. Oh, yeah. That's all you're focused on besides your other classes that you're forced to take by the university. <laughs> <laughs> um, that you're ah. like, why do I need uh, geography or history? But anyway. Oh, history. Um, so... I think that's very important. Yeah. And so because it's so concentrated, you don't realize how much information you actually are learning and how much, you don't realize how applicable it's gonna be later on in life. Right. And so I think it's very good. The other thing about being at school is, like you said, the other musicians, mm-hmm you're all pushing one another yep. to become better. Yep. And Lee had this kind of, I don't want to say underground oh, no. music scene, yeah, but there did. but there was like shed sessions that were going on. We sure did. You know, I don't want to say I was a part of it, but I was. Oh, no, I'll say I was a part you know, of it. You know, we kind of started this thing, and it lasted for like a couple of years. Yeah.
0: Um, and several so years. I mean, we started when I was a freshman. Really? So, I mean, it's it was... Yeah, it's been ongoing. Yeah, I yeah. don't know what they're doing now. They're
1: but, not doing it anymore. But uh, there are people that remember it, and they like it. Ain't the same when no, you guys weren't there. Yeah. Anyway,
0: it's irrelevant. We weren't. We are not the like the the most involved in that necessarily. There are other guys that were probably more involved in it than we were.
1: Like, yeah, like people like Josh Howard. Yeah, definitely. I would say
0: he was a, a huge pillar in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah Where, big time. whereas by the time it got to. Where a lot of people were doing the sheds at Lee, I was, I was like, I've got to graduate. Mm-hmm. I better practice this double bass, yeah, <laughs> just so I can like get out of school. Yeah, yeah. So I start, I kind of stopped going as much, yeah. and I had a girlfriend, but yeah, but but you got yeah, y'all kept it going strong. It was yeah. such a cool environment, yeah and, it, yeah, yeah, and it just like when when you see somebody else, you know, and they and you're like, oh snap, mm-hmm. how do I do that? Yeah. And they show you, and then you're you know you're thumping like crazy, and then, yeah. it's just. I'm talking about base, but it's it's just
1: yeah. Yeah. But, but it also thing, helps you network too. Exactly. And that is on. very important because a lot yeah. of those same students, they some of them work for the other person. Yeah. Out, outside of college like yeah. i don't want to throw around names but i know of a couple people that work for a specific person that they met through those shed sessions and the different uh, the different um musical environments that were right. on yeah. campus yeah and
0: so it I, helps you network it gives you it gives you but it also yeah. gives you you know like what we do with worship leader hangout you know we connected together through that through yeah. school and uh and also now we can you know Call some guys that we know and, you know, we might be able to do mm-hmm. some stuff together in the future. And we've done some stuff in the past. and Yeah. It's, uh yeah, school is great, but you don't have to
1: do that. Yeah, yeah so. you don't You don't have to do it. Um, there are other ways to attain that knowledge. Uh, YouTube University. Yep. Um, Grab YouTube. You know, there's so many videos out there, not just ours, but there are many great channels that uh, give yeah. really good knowledge. A lot of good channels. Um, and so there's YouTube. There's many websites that you can go to that... Provide the information that you can you need. Um, I would say that because you're you're not going to a systematic source all the time, you have to sift through a lot of that mm-hmm. information. Yeah. Um, and in college, you have to kind of do the same thing, but not as much. Yeah. You know. It's, it's more tailored to. It's, a- it's more tailored to what you want to do. Right. However, you can get that information without spending forty thousand dollars.
0: Yeah, you can, or yeah. seventy. Good great. Yeah. So that's it for for today. Yeah. I all mean, right. you know, I feel like we've talked about a lot and if you want more of these kind of videos, we want to see your reactions like in the comments, but, but more, more importantly, like this is our first of, um, no, nah, we're, we're, we had another point to talk about. We're going to make an, a whole nother podcast. All right. Yeah. For real. Fine. Okay. Um, he's the boss. I just yeah. do what he says. I saw it on there and I was just like, no, nope, that's a good podcast topic. Okay. Um, but we want to do more of these, but we want to also see what you think about it. Um, and yeah, like I said, this is gonna be more of a podcast, you know, mainly for listening to, you probably listened to this while you wash dishes and got onto your kids. I'm just mm-hmm. talking about stuff I did last night and, then, <laughs> and, uh, but you know what I'm saying? So it's going to be, uh, probably an ongoing thing as, as we can, but yeah. anyway, we're just excited that you decided to, to watch and stay this long. Remember, great worship leaders are always, always learning. learning. That's I right. Felt like I had to just say yeah, it. Yeah, I know say you that. didn't expect it. It's, no, okay. it's okay. Yeah, All right. Love it. Subscribe. We love you guys. See you. Cut. So.